0: All right. Well, good morning. Welcome uh, back to Power Podcasting. It's been it's been a quick minute, hasn't it? Uh, this morning, I wanted to talk to you about those of you who do. let Me back up on the microphone. Those of you who do interviews. Interviews are a great way to make your podcast popular and to make it relevant. Um, finding people who are in your niche. Um, people who, who share a passion, uh, people who are accomplished, and getting them on your show and talking to them, uh, whether they have a book to promote or just have something cool to talk about. Um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about how to conduct these interviews because, frankly, I think that we have, as I listen to podcasts, especially podcasts of people who are like me, who are just you know people who are passionate about um, the art form. I see a lot of mistakes. Here, I guess, would be better, right? I hear a lot of mistakes, and I and I want to help people get the most out of uh, of having guests and then being able to get more guests and get return guests when appropriate. So we're going to talk a little bit about about that today. Again, thank you ever so much for all the support, of love of the podcast. I appreciate it and uh, share it with your friends. Um, If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me directly at wls860 at gmail.com. That's wls860 at gmail.com. We'll be back right after these messages. They say every song has a story, but we don't get to hear those stories so much anymore. You know, we're in a world without album liners we're missing something magical. You can get that magic back if you subscribe to Broken Record. It's a brand new podcast collaboration between producer Rick Rubin, best-selling author Malcolm Gladwell, and former New York Times editor Bruce Hedlam. You know, it's a different conversation about music every week. It also has performances. The first season of Broken Record is out now. Featuring Nile Rodgers performing some of his great songs like good times with his band chic and talks with Bruce Headlam about producing for David Bowie and Daft Punk among others. You know, Rufus Wainwright opens up about his crazy early life with Bruce and performs solo versions of his songs poses and in my arms from his early albums. Malcolm also, um, Host a studio conversation with three national songwriters who helped transform country music with songs like The Gambler, remember that? And He Stopped Loving Her Today. Subscribe now by searching for Broken Record in your favorite podcast app. And don't miss any of these engrossing conversations and performances. With three new seasons coming up in 2019, that's Broken Record from Rick Rubin, Bruce Headlam, and Malcolm Gladwell. All right, again, thank you ever so much for coming to the podcast. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. The name of the podcast is uh, Power Podcasting, and today I want to talk about guests. Yeah, now a lot of you have have gone and listened to my podcast, uh, and I've got a number of them to listen to. Um, we've done um, dang near twenty five hundred podcasts on Blog Talk Radio, uh, over a thousand podcasts on Spreaker. And we're getting and we're getting into the hundreds here on anchor across a couple of podcasts, twenty-two weeks of um, terrestrial radio, and um, numerous guest appearances on this show or that show. So <sighs> I talk a lot, but um, something that that I've been noticing for a while, uh, I'm not a podcast that that depends on guests because people ask me all the time. Uh, so, how do you get guests for your podcast? Well, when I want a guest, I ask them. So, I guess we should first talk about how do you get guests on your podcast? What's the What's the best way to do it? The best way to get guests on your podcast is to contact the correct person. Someone who handles their media. Um, and I know that sometimes that that's a hard thing because... Nobody knows who the heck you are, right? Right. Um, so, for instance, uh, when I am um, trying to get, uh, you know, U.S. senators or U.S. congressmen um, on my political podcast, what I do know is that I have to contact their media offices. So I go to their website and find out who handles their media. And then you know what I do? I I I do two things. I first email them because that's how they want you to do it. They want you to email them first, and then I call them. I wait a couple of days, and if I have not gotten a response or the response I want, I call them. I go through their channels. Now what I've what I've learned is that uh, my Congress people, well at least one of them, um, for a long time, a, a, actually uh, two of them, uh, a guy named uh, Dennis Ross, who just left the House because he was tired of it, and Adam um, Putnam, same district, who left the House while he was tired of it, were really good about talking to podcasts and media from home. And I think that that's what you will find first. If you have, if, and I, I don't want to go down this rabbit trail too far uh, because it'll start getting into politics and I don't want to get into politics. Uh, but what you'll find if you want to talk to elected officials who are, who are in DC or elected officials who are in your state capital, you are going to do better first for the most part, if you get a hold of their media people as a media outlet from home. People from home want to know. People at home want to know about this or that. Okay? That's a strategy that you can use. But you want to go through the proper channels. You don't want to send somebody a tweet, be on my podcast. Well, you can send that tweet. No one, first of all, no one's going to see it, and no one's going to take it seriously if they do see it. That's not how you do it. If you are doing entertainment, it is super important to do just what I said when you're dealing with political types. Go through their channels. Find out what their channels are and go through them. Now, you may not make, here's the deal, you may not make the cut we have to understand that if we want to talk to them if you want to talk to them for some some amount of time so does everybody else and we have to be and we have to be just adult about it there's only so many hours in the day days in the week weeks in the month to spend your time talking to somebody And frankly, let's again, it is so important to be self aware. If you've got a podcast and you've got, you know, and you get 200 listens a month, nope, this, there is absolutely no benefit to anybody being on your podcast. None. I mean, I mean, let's just be real, right? I don't want to be the guy who throws a wet blanket on your enthusiasm, but I want to make sure that you are self-aware. Now, you may have built a website for your podcast, which you should. If you definitely built a website for your podcast, what the hell is wrong with you? What are you waiting? Uh, let me give you a word, Wix, um, <laughs> okay? And you may be really excited. You've got the equipment. You've got the right microphone. You've done all the stuff. You've got a a great audio editor and you are, you are stoked. You got all the social media happening, but when it comes down to it, you've got 200 listens per month, which is great because last month you only had 30. So you're on the right trajectory, correct? However, you've got 200 listens a month. You've got 2,400 listens a year. Nobody is listening to our podcast at that point. Nobody. <clears throat> this podcast, I'll be perfectly honest with you right now, because of the work I've put into it, only has 165 listens. And I keep and I keep doing it. You see the number of do you see the number of of episodes that I've done? And frankly, I have not done enough. It's great that Anchor distributes them to all the sites they distribute them to. That's wonderful. And I think that's really cool. And I'm appreciative of it, but appreciative of it. But I am not ready. This podcast is not nearly ready for company. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get your first apartment, you think you're gonna have, you know, all these parties and have people over you got like one bed you got like one bedroom and one bathroom and that one bathroom is in the is- you got to go through that bedroom to get there right you got a little stove you got what we call a turnaround kitchen you got one chair in the front room a little table that you made out of milk crates and a TV stand made out of the other milk crates that you stole You are not ready for guests. You are not ready for company. (laughs) You're not ready for, hey, come over, everybody, come over and watch the game at my house. You're not ready. And our podcast may be very much similar, um, that we're still working on it. We're still trying, it's still trying to find its legs. Uh, We're still trying to find out what we wanna talk about uh, episode to episode. you you understand what I'm saying? So we have to be really self-aware about what we're doing before we start getting disappointed when people don't want to be on your. People say no, because people will say no. They just will say no. They will ask you questions that you cannot answer. They will ask you, "Well, oh, how many listens does your podcast get? What's your?" Um, they'll start asking you about analytics. Right, that you that in the beginning, you will simply not have answers to. So maybe we should start you start looking at your potential list of guests in a little bit more realistic fashion, if indeed you want to do that. Start off, you ready? I finally got to the point. Start off with inviting guests. That you know personally. Did you hear me? If you are working in, I don't know, let's see, let's say you do a podcast about go kart racing, and you're, because you're really involved in go kart racing where you live. You know all the folks. You know all the people involved in the place that you go race go karts, right? You know, you know, you know everybody. You've known them for years, right? Let's just say that's that's the case. Those are the those are the first pool of people that you invite on your podcast. People that you know personally. That's the first group of people. Cause, because, frankly, those are going to make your best guests. You're going to have lots to talk about. There won't be any awkward moments. You won't have to arrange a phone conversation, probably. You won't have to arrange Skype. You won't have to do any of that stuff. You can actually take a recording device to where they are or invite them to your house or your apartment your one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment with a turnaround kitchen with your uh, milk crate coffee table, and you can record their segment there. First of all, again, write this down. Draw your first set of guests from the pool of people that you know personally and that know you. And I, and I had to add that because you everybody sort of got their their brow furrowed here. Um, and I add that because there are people that we know that don't know us. What? Yes, there are people that we know that don't know us. You know Barack Obama, right? You If he came to your door, you'd recognize him. But if he came to your door, he'd be lost because he doesn't know who the hell you are, right? That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the group of people that you're friends with, that you have a relationship with, ask them first. Okay. Before you start asking anybody else, before you start asking for Daryl Waltrip to come on your um go-kart racing channel, right? Because you want some star power. <laughs> before you start asking Jeff Gordon to come on your on your on, on your little podcast that talks about go kart racing. Because you read that he started off as a go-kart racer. No, that's not how you do it. All right. The second thing that I find uh, disturbing and that a lot of us need to improve on, and myself is myself is included. When I say we need to improve on, I'm not talking about y'all, I'm talking about we is being respectful of your guests' time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I get asked when I have guests, how long do I want them? And here's what I always do. I always say, I always give a smaller amount of time than I really want. Here's the mistake. Well, uh, how long would you like, Mr. Trump? Well, my show's an hour. They're not staying an hour. That seems like a huge investment in time. So when they say, well, how long would you like, Mr. Trump? I go, about a uh, a segment. I want to do like eight minutes. Is that cool? I want Mr. Trump to stay the whole hour. Well, I want him to stay for 15 minutes over two segments. Um, but you know what? If you can only stay eight minutes, then I will make the most out of that eight minutes. You are super respectful of their time. Now, if they happen to say yes, listen carefully. Because this is, this is why people don't come back. This is why people don't come back. If they happen to say yes and you get them on or you get them and you're recording their time and you're recording the interview, is that you put a timer on yourself? You said eight minutes, and at seven minutes and thirty seconds, you say to them, "Well, you know what? Thank you ever so much for coming on the bo- on the broadcast today. We really appreciate it greatly. Thank you so much. Um, we know that you have to go because um, you're a busy person, but we appreciate it greatly. Um, is there any way that people can get a hold of you?" Um, how are, how, what can my listeners do to help you? Is there a website, uh, Twitter? Uh, do you, or do you have a movie coming out? Or do you have a race coming up? Um, so you spend the last 30 seconds or 30, 45 seconds trying to add value as much as you can from your turnaround kitchen and milk uh, milk crate coffee table as you can to them. But you're going to stop at eight minutes because that's what you quote contracted for. You got it. You got it. That's the thing that um, that's why people don't come back. These these run on things where people have to go. You said you said ten minutes, and now we're we are fifteen minutes into that ten, and that is just not professional and a lot of these folks are used to a more professional thing for interviewing especially in pot now in podcast uh what wasn't so much in podcasting before but in radio for sure and that's how you have to do it that's i mean i don't think that that's negotiable at all it's got to be done that way That's how it has to be. All right, we're going to take a little break, and I want to talk about um, when you get somebody on your podcast who agrees, who may be outside of your circle, um, how do you handle um, being professional in that environment so you get taken seriously because you want them on, on again? You're thinking that you might want them on again. Your first, I'm going to call it your first big get. How do you handle it? So you have to do, we'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at Arm Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our n- number is three six zero nine seven eight fifty two hundred. 5200 That's 360 or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard, and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at flipboard.com. That's flipboard.com. Hi, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, please go to bit.ly slash Avon Tampa Bay. That's bit.ly slash Avon Tampa Bay. Thank you for your continued support. All right, welcome back. Now, we're going to talk about your first big get whatever that is in your arena, your first big get. In my arena at the time, it was um, a guy named Adam Putnam. Now, you may or may not know Adam Putnam, but Adam Putnam um, was a U.S. House rep, and I was doing a political podcast. And I still do that political podcast. And um, he was the uh, the third highest-ranking Republican in the country, he was. And they were looking at Adam Putnam as as a candidate for Speaker of the House. So, in my world, this was my first big get. Now, I've ha- I've had gets before that I was proud of. I talked to Herman Cain before he became a candidate. Actually, right before he declared his candidacy, so that so as that turned out, that was awesome obviously um it's great um a lady by the name of chris ann hall uh, just before she sued the state of florida um for um teaching the constitution so in my world that was a huge get Uh, but my first big get was um adam putnam so adam putnam because he was a u.s rep i had to go through the channels I had to get with his per, with his people, right? Uh, his, you know, his legislative aides, his media person, and set up the the end of time and in the interview with them. After he agreed to it, here's the other part, and this is what you need to do with everybody, but especially your first big get. And there are many templates out there that you can find. For this, or you can make one up. Here's what you need to do: you need to send your potential guest, your first big get, get G E T, um, a copy. or a thank you letter to start with. Thank you for being on the um, yomp 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 the yomp 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 podcast. And uh, we, I really, we really, we really appreciate it. You are scheduled for. May 12th, 2019. Uh, the, um, the call-in number is 813 1212 The backup number is 813 The subject of our conversation will be limited to... Go-kart racing on mud tracks. You get what I'm saying? When the interview is, the date and time of the interview, if there's a call-in number, give them a call-in number and then give them a a backup number like maybe your cell phone number if the call-in number isn't working. So if they call in and it's not working, they can call you, and then you can reschedule or you can bail out because technical things happen online for sure. Um, and there's ways to do, you know what, to get guests in an Anchor. I've only done one, and, and frankly, I've only done, uh, done it as a guest on my phone with my friend Paul Swanson. Um, so give them a backup number to call. If they're going to be a call-in guest, for sure. Um, tell them, remind them of what you're going to talk about. So when they see this and they make the call, when they call into your program or whatever, if you've got a call-in program like that, then they, then they remember what they're going to talk about. So they are prepared. And then you make sure that you keep a copy for this so you are prepared as well. Okay? And... So they've got when they're what day, what time, the call in number, a backup number, what you're going to talk about. Remind them of the of the time commitment they made. Uh, We're going to talk, but we're going to have conversation for eight minutes, or whatever it is. No, I I don't know why I chose eight minutes. In this conversation, I just chose eight minutes. Um, it could be 10, it could be 15, it could be 20, it could be 45, it could be whatever you think you can get. That's appropriate. Don't waste people's time, though. Don't waste people's people's time going down rabbit trails. Um, so there you go. Thank, again, and then a just a gushing thank you. Um Tell them what you're going to be able to do for them. Um, they're going to say you will be able to promote your book. Right? If it's a book they just released or they released before, write it down. Um, like my friend, Vinny Tafaro, you're going to be able to, to promote Unlocking the Labor Cage. Why And why do you do that? Because it's obvious that, that you spend some time doing your research on the guest and the guest likes that understand their book or their new movie or their or their podcast or their show or whatever it is that you will have you will give them time to do that and they are welcome to so they know because on some because on some radio shows and some um broadcast uh outlets that kind of stuff is just you know what isn't, isn't done You know, when they do public radio, sometimes uh, public radio has weird rules about that kind of stuff. Uh, But on your podcast, you're like, yeah, promote your stuff. right?" And then you say if there's some reason they can't, they get sick. um, Quite frankly, something better comes along. (laughs) Um, Remember I said in the first segment about self-awareness, something better comes along. Um, give them an out and a number to call so you guys can reschedule. There you go. There you are, uh, and you also may include any promotion that you've done for them, and that's something else. Um, if you had, if you knew that you were going to have, let's see, uh, Jeff Gordon on your um your your podcast about. Uh, Go-Kart Racing. Now, whatever your social media channels are, you want as many ears on that podcast as possible. Does that make sense? So you're doing your third podcast on Go-Kart Racing, and your special guest this Saturday afternoon for eight minutes is the one and only Jeff Gordon, who got his start, Go-Kart Racing. So you want to tell everybody you know. You want to tell everybody you know. You want to you you want your social media feeds to be clogged. Dare I say spam? Whatever, uh, clogged. With that information, and and then you made sure on on this on this form letter or email that you're sending Jeff Gordon that you said that I that that we've been promoting this podcast, um, on all our social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, whatever you got, Twitter, WeTV. You know what I'm saying, and you've been talking about it on your program, on your podcast for you know for, for two weeks, or you've been doing special uh, commercial podcasts um, just to get in the feed, so you can start talking about. Oh, and next week on the podcast will be Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon um, has just retired from NASCAR. You know, whatever it is, was going to be on our podcast about go kart racing. From shameless. shameless shameless self promotion. Yes. And then you make and in this letter you make them aware or in this email uh, you make them aware that you have been promoting this podcast and you're looking forward to speaking with Jeff Gordon on your go-kart podcast. You got you got me? It is super important you do that especially in your first big get. And it's because when their media people get that from you by email or even in snail mail uh, or both, they will instantaneously think of you as somebody who may not be the biggest fish in the media pond, but a player. So if you are respectful about their time and the interview goes well, then they will consider you again. Well, because the guests had fun, make sure the guests. As fun. Okay. Here's another point. Let them talk. You understand what I'm saying? Let the guests talk. Now, we may be in our first big get. We may be so excited about the the person that we're talking to that we can't shut up. And our problem is, because we do this, we love to talk anyway, right? So we have to avoid what I call the run-on question. Avoid the run-on question that starts off with a statement and goes on with another statement and another paragraph um, until we get to the point of the question. People, hey, hey, let me... I'm trying to get some intensity, intensity, hate, hate that, a couple of those, they're deciding in their brain, who is this guy, and I'm never coming back here, never, never, get good at asking questions. Get good at asking questions that are open-ended questions that will spark your guests to continue talking. Let them talk. You've promoted this to everybody and your mama and their mama. They're not going to tune in to listen to you talk. They can do that anytime. You understand what I'm saying? They can do that anytime. Have a seri- Have four or five questions written down. Yes, I'm a big proponent of of off the cuff stuff. I do most of my stuff out of my brain. Um, but when I've you've got that big guest and you want it to go well, write down four or five questions, open ended questions. Here's a closed ended question. So when did you start racing? 1965. Okay. Here's an open ended question because you've already done your research. Mr. Gordon, when you started racing back in 1965, tell us what what, what the dynamic was when you were there. What kind of track, what kind of cars, uh, who were some of the other drivers you started with? What was your first experience? A lot of meat. For the guests to to chew on, right? A lot, uh, an open-ended question that could take up a whole eight minutes. Okay, but it, but the question's so good, it damn sure be interesting, wouldn't it? Close ended question. When did you When did you stop racing? Nineteen eighty five. Done. End of question, right? That's not when he stopped racing, my way I think that's when he started racing, but that doesn't matter. I, I, I'm not doing a go-kart podcast, but uh, so instead of asking, when did you stop racing, say, ask, when you stopped racing, what were some of the factors that were in your decision-making to stop racing? And when was that? So if you don't know, you get the answer, and then you get to find out why. So when you're, as some of you are smart, you've already get, getting this, ask a lot of why questions. Don't ask as many what questions, but ask a lot of why questions. Why questions seem to be, generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, more open-ended questions. You get me? Going to make for a much better interview, and the guests will get to talk. They're on your show because they want to talk. Let them, give them opportunity to speak. All right, so now the interview's over. You thanked them. You promoted their website. You promoted their 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 next show. You promoted their album. You've, you you promoted their CD, their concert appearance, whatever it is, um, the widget that they're selling. You've done that for them. It's awesome. They hang up and go away and you thank them profusely. Your podcast is over. It's you know, it's up. And then you share it with everybody that you can possibly think of. Remember, use your email list. Don't be afraid to use your email list. You've got it for a reason. Use the damn thing. Um, right. And then just like just like your grandma told you send them a thank you note send their media person a thank you note and then try as you if you can if you have their their contact information which is hard to get because everybody your big get you probably won't have their personal email address or their personal cell phone number you probably won't if you get it it's gold but if you don't get it and you probably won't um do your best to send them a thank you note. You may have to send a, a, a old-fashioned thank you note by snail mail. You might. But if you have to friggin' do it, you hear me? Just do it. You want to stand out in some way. And a handwritten thank you note in, through snail mail anymore is almost the perfect damn way to stand out. You feel me? All right. So there you go. Thank them profusely. Um And then make sure that you don't, listen to me carefully, make sure that you don't contact them two days later to come on the next week. Your first big get, you're not going to be able to ask them again for a while. A while. It may be somewhere between nine and 18 months before you're able to ask them again. Won't they forget? Not if you do all the stuff I've said. Nope, they won't forget. That media person will not forget. They will not. And especially if you are as professional in your approach as you were the first time, they probably will not forget. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, it's hard for them to forget um, uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC. yes. But a lot of times they 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 definitely forget the person they talk to. Oh, I'm, I got to. I'm going to be on 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 ESPN. Okay, going to be on fast car racing. But you have to stand out. You got to be professional. and You have to stand out. That's how you get good guests. That's how you get return guests. And if your podcast is based on getting great guests. And being able to talk to them multiple times over over the lifetime of your podcast, that's how you're going to have to do it. Now, if you have come up with uh, your own system that works and you've got top guests in your um, in your niche, send me an email, WLS860 at gmail.com, and let's talk about it. And we can talk about it here on the broadcast. That'd be rare I think that'd be really cool, frankly. All right. Um, because not everybody does everything the same, but this has been my experience, and power, power, power excuse me, power podcasting is my experience in my, I don't know, three thousand podcasts or so. Um, oh yeah, I didn't mention lists. I didn't mention that you when you go on the your your, your LinkedIn, um, somebody is always trying to hit you up with, oh, I wrote a book. Do you need a guest? or people who have who who I think it seems like they got a business getting um people who've written books or whatever uh media is that a way to go well only if only if you don't get caught up like like tar baby Because sometimes you get involved, I'll be honest, sometimes you get involved with some of these people, you get a guest or maybe two, and they will freaking not leave you alone. They think that now that you are an open vessel to all of their clients, no matter what, when you were just trying it out because you wanted a guest, you get me? So be careful. Be careful of those relationships, really. Uh, Make sure that nobody's charging anybody, that no one's charging, especially you, a fee. And it's best that they're not charging the guests, you know, their guests a huge fee either because now the pressure's on you to deliver for them. And like they've said, ain't nobody got time for that. And again, if you want more explanation of that, please hit me an email, wls860 at gmail.com, because Will's got some experience in that mess. Anyway, I got to get out of here, and you got to get out of here. Go make a great day, and until I see you again, go out there and and love somebody. Learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.